What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. At your age, you're going to have a lot of urges. You're going to want to take off your clothes and touch each other. But if you do touch each other, you will get chlamydia and die. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans and mean girls. <laughs> nice. Nice one. Thanks. I, yeah, that was good. That was I, I just I didn't chlamydia movie quote first one. I was like, boom. Done. For, Hi. Like, that's like the easiest Is one I've ever Is there more than one? I didn't have the dot. I, I was like, no, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> Everyone knows mean girls. Everyone knows mean girls. We wear pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> Stop making fetch happen? Fetch. Fetch. Stop making fetch happen. I would like to actually ask that all of America stop making chlamydia happen. There you go. Nice um, <laughs> Thank you very much. Because chlamydia is the number one STI in the United States. Would you care to guess... How many diagnosis, like diagnoses of chlamydia there is a year in the United States? Diagnosed. Per year? Yeah, well, on average. Um, I'll say a million. A million, uh, every, every year a million new cases is diagnosed? Yeah. What do you think the estimation of how many people have chlamydia a year actually is? Isn't that what I just guessed? Is that your guess? Yeah. Okay. So like diagnosed cases of chlamydia versus actual cases of chlamydia. People who've already had it before that year. People who don't know they have it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, Half that. Maybe. I don't know. You're here to teach me and the listener. You tell me. You're looking at me with a death story like I should know. No, no, I'm (laughs) waiting. No, I'm waiting. I'm being patient. A million and 500,000. Okay. So I'm going to give you that stat at the end. Um, That's my stat at the end. I know. (laughs) Uh, The difference is staggering between the number of people who contract chlamydia every year versus the number of people who get diagnosed with chlamydia every year. And that is because chlamydia is known as the silent STI. Chlamydia is an STI that affects um, millions of Americans, um, but once it is treated, it goes away. So it's great because it's cured. You can get rid of it. doesn't stick around uh, much past the days that you, uh, once you get it treated, it's gone. You can get chlamydia again for the second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time. Every time you have sex with an individual, who has chlamydia, you can get chlamydia again. It's not a one and done kind of a thing. So um, unfortunately, each time you get chlamydia, your chances of uh, long-term complications increase. And then also what ends up happening is you start to develop a immunity of sorts to antibiotics. If you take them too often, um, your body builds up a tolerance to them and they don't work as well. Um, And so you may not be able to eventually treat chlamydia all the way. Actually, chlamydia's friend gonorrhea now has a super strain for this very reason that is untreatable. And unfortunately, chlamydia might be headed down that road. Um, Chlamydia occurs mainly in young people. And in fact, Almost two-thirds of new chlamydia diagnoses and infections occur between people aged 15 to 24. And it is estimated that one in 20 sexually active young women has chlamydia. 
which is crazy. The really frustrating part is that chlamydia doesn't have signs like say uh, herpes might or like syphilis would. Chlamydia actually only shows symptoms in about 10% of men and between 10 and 30% of women. And I'm going to tell you why more men than or more women than men experience symptoms. Do you want to try to guess? You just you guys have more stuff going down down there. That's exactly right. Actually, yeah. if if you were in one of my classes, I would have thrown you a candy. Yes. That is correct. That's one of the questions I ask. Um, chlamydia happens with in three symptoms. So if you're going to experience a symptom, if you're one of those like 15% of people who get symptoms, you're either going to experience pain when you urinate. And I mean, if it hurts when you pee, you should probably go see somebody about that. It shouldn't hurt when you pee. Um, but it's not so much like a bladder infection, like a bladder infection. When you have to pee, it almost feels like your bladder's always full. And then when you empty your bladder, you get this like tug on the inside. That's a bladder infection or a kidney infection or a urinary tract infection. Chlamydia feels like hot fire is being poured down your urethra. So it burns like like you're peeing cactus shards. Do you have that mental image of the cactus shards coming out of your dick? Do you have no, the image? I, what I, I'm picturing is the one time I accidentally had hot sauce on my hand and oh, went to no. go pee. I thought you were going to say the one time I accidentally had chlamydia. Oh, no, not that. But it felt like chlamydia. I'll tell you I that. Bet. That whole night sucked. Oh, my God. Yes. Wash your hands after you eat hot stuff. Wash your hands in oh, general. Yeah, but, but that's a really great point. And don't touch your eyes. I knew that part. <laughs> I, guess, I just yeah. didn't think about the other part. It's, it's a good tip. Um, chlamydia's symptoms include pain during urination, pain during sex, and discharge. So pain during urination, that's like across all genders. So anybody who experiences fire coming out of their pee hole needs to go see a doctor. Pain during sex is more commonly felt in women than men. So I think that's why women experience that symptom more often. It doesn't normally hurt for a guy to have sex. It's pretty, it's a pretty pleasurable experience unless you sit on it wrong um, or somebody bites something um, or you accidentally get kneed in the balls. Oh, ever been kneading the balls during sex? Um, not necessarily like a knee, but I've definitely, yeah, just needed a second because yeah. Some turning and some I did that to flipping. Kevin. I did that to Kevin once. Well, stuff's hanging out. You so know? It's, it's, I'm sorry. We're in a jockstrap. You know, I, need, I need the stuff going on. <laughs> wearing a, I need both things. Yeah. So pain during sex typically will affect women more than men. And it's it's a deep pinch inside where you would get like cramps during your period. It's like a pinching feeling while you're engaging in the sexual activity. Um, for guys, you might feel a pinch at the base of your penis or at the base of your testicles. But again... It usually men aren't equating sex with pain and it's not usually something that they that they feel. But it's a deep, deep pinch if you do feel something and then discharge. So, ladies, we have discharge every day. That happens. Our bodies clean itself with discharge. It's actually one of nature's most amazing things. And I love that we have these incredible bodies that know exactly what to do but every day the female body cleans itself like dudes, your penis is on the outside of your body. Correct. I don't uh, own one, so I don't want to assume. Yes. Right. Yes, okay. Yes. So you see it every day, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Talk to him. Ask yeah. him how his night was. Make a mohawk while you're in the shower. Well, come on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've already established your penis doesn't have a name. That's fine. But you guys can clean your penis very easily because it's on the outside of your body. All of Especially, our stuff. Especially um, 
circumcised gentleman. Yes. I've heard the uncircumcised, they got it. They have to really like clean mm-hmm. that stuff. The uncircumcised gentleman has to pull down that skin and clean underneath it. Otherwise, you get what is commonly known as schmegma. That is where that term came from. It's a really gross term. So when you clean, you can clean the outside and that's great. And you also have a fluid called Cowper's fluid that secretes every time a guy gets aroused, Cowper's fluid is secreted down the urethra, acts as like a windex for the penis. Okay. So it's cleaning out that urethra, any leftover urine, any leftover ejaculate before a guy has has sex, his penis basically does a giant street sweep. Um, But that only happens when he gets aroused. A female's body parts are all tucked up inside and we're not supposed to clean up there ourselves ladies don't douche ever please don't do that don't do that you will fuck your ph balance up that is how we get yeast infections and bladder infections and vaginal infections and stop doing that stop douching you do not need summer's eve knock it off no our bodies create this stuff every single day and our bodies like a self-cleaning oven (laughs) push bad bacteria out. So females have discharge all the time. That's what the white stuff is in your underwear for all those girls who are freaking the fuck out like I did because no one explained it to me and I used to hide all my underwear thinking I was going to get in trouble for being sick. No. Get your body cleaning itself. Congratulations. Uh, It starts about puberty and it happens for the rest of our lives. So we have discharge on a daily basis which makes it a little more difficult for us to know that that's infected with an STI. Guys, if your penis starts leaking shit for no reason, you're going to be pretty upset about it, especially if you notice that it smells funny or it's green or yellowish in color, which chlamydia is. So if your penis starts leaking green, orange, yellow discharge that smells funky when you're not aroused, please go to the doctor. Ladies, you would actually have to know what your normal discharge looks like in order to know what abnormal discharge is. So you would need to sort of keep your discharge calendar up to date so that you know, um, you know, I, mine normally is about this amount and it happens, you know, closer to my period. It's a little thicker. Um, when I'm ovulating, it's a little thicker. Women keep track of this stuff. And for very good reason, because how will you know what abnormal is if you don't know what normal is? And you should know the functions that your body performs because it's your body. And you should be comfortable with that. Um, And gentlemen who do laundry for their girlfriends or wives or sisters, uh, and you don't know what that stain is in their underwear, it's discharge. Please ask a question if you have a question, but there's no need to be a dick about it, okay? If you have chunkier discharge than normal, sorry for the visual, or it's an off color or an off odor, go to your doctor. It might be a yeast infection. It might be a bladder infection, but it could be chlamydia. And it's really important to get chlamydia treated because if left untreated, it can lead to something called pelvic inflammatory disease, which is where the lining of the uterus starts to get eaten by a bacteria and the lining of the uterus gets sloughed out or shedded out similar to a period. Now, women, if you get pelvic inflammatory disease as 60% of of females who get chlamydia, 60% of them get pelvic inflammatory disease because so many women don't know they have chlamydia. Pelvic inflammatory disease is going to feel like a hyped up like period, like, but you're not on your period. You might notice spotting, really bad cramps, nausea, fever. If you notice that you're spotting a lot and you have some pain along with it, um, and you notice that you have a higher fever than normal, if you know that you've had unprotected sex recently and you notice some spotting, go get tested for chlamydia. Antibiotics 
is how you treat chlamydia. Um, and they will give it to you at any stage, but any damage that's been done by the chlamydia and by the pelvic inflammatory disease cannot be undone. And about 8% of women who get chlamydia actually become infertile because of the pelvic inflammatory disease because it ends up eating so much of the uterine lining that an egg will not be able to be viable um, and be in the uterine wall. Um, so please make sure that you are getting chlamydia treated and make sure you are getting tested regularly because this is the silent STI. It is imperative that you get tested for all STIs uh, with each new sex partner is what I say. Um, if you are monogamous and you've been monogamous for a year, get tested once a year. Um, if you are in multiple relationships, all of your partners should know their STI status and you should be getting tested regularly. I would say once every six months, once every three months, depending on how many partners you have. And then anytime you exit a relationship or enter a relationship, I always always recommend that you get tested. You can get tested at Planned Parenthood. You can get tested at your school if you go to college. You can get tested at Altamed. You can get tested at a doctor's office. You pee in a cup to get tested for chlamydia. You can also get the test done, ladies, at your annual pap smear. I said annual because every woman should be getting a pap smear once a year. Um, when we discuss HPV, I will tell you why getting tested once a year and getting a pap smear once a year is imperative. Um, this every three years bullshit pisses me off. So if you are sexually active, you should be getting tested once a year more. If you are more active or have more partners, even if you use condoms, they are not 100% effective. Um, and you know, mistakes happen and we may start having sex before we put the condom on, or maybe you had oral sex and then you were going to have uh, vaginal sex and you didn't use a condom during oral sex. So you could get chlamydia that way. It is transmitted through bodily fluids such as semen and vaginal fluids, but not saliva. However, if you you, uh, if you get ejaculate in your mouth, um, there is a possibility that you could get chlamydia in the throat. You can also get anal chlamydia. And women who have chlamydia while they are pregnant can give congenital chlamydia to their unborn child, which in 30% of cases can cause blindness or deafness in that child. So please make sure you are getting chlamydia treated. It's antibiotics. It's a seven day um, course of antibiotics. It's very easy. You should abstain from sex while you have, um, while you have this infection. Make sure that you uh, get your partner tested as well. Make sure that you are using condoms with any new partners. Um, and you also want to make sure that when you get the medication, you let your doctor know, because in some states they offer you extra medication for you to take to take to your partner because chlamydia is so common. It is 98 percent likely if you have sex with someone who has chlamydia and you aren't wearing a condom, you will get chlamydia. Ninety eight percent. That's an insane statistic. I want more of a reaction out of you, producer. I'm, my eyebrows went up. <laughs> I'm going to give you some information about states that have chlamydia because we live in California. I'm going to go ahead and let you know that California is 13th on the list um, with 231,000 new cases in 2018, which is 586 uh, people per 100,000. So um, we're 13th highest. Um, I'm going to guess Florida's number one. Nope. Alaska. Really? Mm -hmm. They had 6,000 cases, but that's 832 people out of every hundred thousand. So they do this based on rate 
by population. Makes sense. Um, Louisiana is number two. Mississippi is number three. South Carolina is number four. I am not surprised because all of those states have abstinence only education. So they don't talk about condoms. And when you don't talk about condoms, people don't know how to fucking use them. So um, unfortunately, this is not a video that you can see. So I would love to show you how to use a condom. But one day I'll tell you. Uh, And then West Virginia. Good job, West Virginia. One hundred and ninety eight per one hundred thousand cases at three thousand five hundred cases. Good job, West Virginia. You are the least chlamydia ridden state in our great nation. And I tried to look up worldwide statistics and I couldn't find any. So shame on me, I guess. Um, Shame on you, Google. Yeah, really. It was very difficult. I understand that preventing chlamydia means you have to wear a condom or you have to know the uh, your partner's STI um, results. But And condoms are hard to use. People, I know that they're hard to use. I know that they are not the funnest thing in the world. So I looked up the top 25 best condoms of 2020. And they say, for individuals who own a penis, (laughs) I really love that phrasing, (laughs) for individuals who love a penis or own a penis, Okamoto crown condoms are marketed as the closest thing to nothing at all, meaning they are thin and ultra sensitive. They are consistently chosen as one of the best condoms by men's magazines. And there are thousands of positive reviews online it's five dollars for a box of 25 on amazon oh that's not bad no best for individuals who own a vagina (laughs) trojan her pleasure sensation condoms so unofficial sponsor crown condoms and trojan condoms for her pleasure (laughs) they really are trojan her pleasure sensation condoms are designed so that sex will feel extra pleasurable for the partner who has a vagina. It has ribs and contours to increase sensation and is lubricated with Trojan signature lube. And then best for oral sex, because you can get chlamydia through oral sex, is skin cocktail club flavored condoms. Crazy. Um, This one, oh, they come in cocktail inspired flavors, including pina colada, passion daiquiri, and cherry sunrise. Rib for her pleasure. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well done. Thanks. So those are my uh, condoms for you guys. You can get all of those on Amazon. The Trojan Her Pleasure ones were $6 for a box of 25 Um I wanted to just remind everybody that getting an STI, while scary um, and can be a bit overwhelming, you're not alone. Um, here's the statistic. I'm already going to give it to you. Uh, in 2018, 1,758,000 cases of chlamydia were reported, but an estimated 3 million occur annually. So it's double. Wow. And it's because it's the silent STI because people don't have symptoms. If you don't have the symptoms of the flu, you're not going to go to the doctor and say, I think I have the flu, right? If you don't have symptoms, it's very hard for people to come to grips with going to a doctor and saying, can you test me for this? You should just get tested if you are sexually active. You should assume that all new partners have chlamydia and then that way you'll use condoms and then you'll get tested with all your new partners because like I said, one in four people who have sex have chlamydia or have had chlamydia and gotten it treated. 60% of women who get chlamydia get pelvic inflammatory infection, which can cause infertility. And 
1.9 million infections occur annually as estimated by the CDC. And here in the state of California, it's over 200,000. So please, please, please get tested. Please make sure that you are going to your doctor every year, once a year, ladies and gentlemen. Planned Parenthood, unofficial sponsor. Ultimed, unofficial sponsor. Um, you can get tested through urine or you can get tested with a swab. If you're getting a pap smear anyways, you may as well just go ahead and get tested for everything. Use condoms until you know the status of your partner's um, STI history. You want to make sure that you are keeping clean and healthy and safe. I want everyone to make sure that they... I have a question yeah. before we wrap it up. Okay. <clears throat> but, so, chlamydia, bad. Obviously. Very bad. 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 Clean that shit up. Clean but it, up. it can be treated Absolutely. and cured. cured? Yep, cured. Alright. That's awesome. Yeah. Get that shit off Just the get it taken care of. Yeah. Tell your partner if you're positive. In, mo in many states, like I said, your doctor will just give you extra antibiotics for your partner, just assuming they have as it. As bad as it is, it's one of the few that you can cure. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really easy to do. Yeah, and it's free. A, a lot of those clinics will give you all of that shit for free, and you'll get a bag of condoms on your way out. Boom. Boom. Trojan-sensitive condoms are great. Any condom that you want to use really is great. They can't release condoms unless unless they are approved by the FDA. So you get your brand. You get your favorite. Make sure you use lube um, when you use condoms. Lube is awesome. And make sure you get tested every year, people. I want you to stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represent the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe and stay sexy.